0: owner of Work It Out Fitness, but you're out of the West Shore warehouse now, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We just changed in January.
0: Okay. And this is the gym. I don't know if I'm picking this up. Oh, there we go. Let's take a quick view.
1: Welcome to our new space.
0: So what what can you tell me about this gym? What uh, are some of the upgrades that you've made to this
1: space? The upgrades? upgrades. Well, it's laid out a little bit more efficiently for us. Uh, We've got more um just space to put people in because it's wider uh, the other space we were in was narrow and long um, so we've got more space for squat racks um, this is actually divided into two, two spaces so what you're looking at right now is one half of the space so this is where we usually do class ra- classes in and then the other space on the other side we do personal training so when we were in the other studio we did personal training and classes in the same space which did get pretty overwhelming and loud so yeah. <laughs>
0: How many kettlebells
1: do you have? Uh, I don't know. I should probably count. There's that many. There's yeah. that many.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. yeah, I
1: keep buying some every once in a while. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And we just wrapped yeah. up your first in-house at this location. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yep. Was it a success or what?
1: Uh, yeah, it was really good. It went really well. Um, I always love throwing these. What do you think? Was it, it was a success, successful?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely I, think, yeah. I think we could do more formalities at the beginning. Okay, yeah, totally. I think it's probably you're just like shy and nervous yeah. and maybe... maybe.
1: <laughs> well, I just want people to come here and lift, so... you like, okay, it's yep. 11 o'clock, let's lift. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. Yeah, no,
0: that's fine. That's probably yeah. the same way I would run it. Yeah. Um, and you were collecting donations, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were.
0: Okay, for what?
1: Um, we were uh, collecting donations for Victoria Sexual Assault Center. Um, So one of my clients that comes here, she does a lot of work with that, uh, um, with the center. So she put on five different events throughout the city in this month. And we were one that wanted to participate and help support her cause. Sweet!
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. You haven't counted up all the money yet. No, right? we have
1: not I mean, counted yeah, up and all the money. You
0: skim off what 15% off totally. the top, right?
1: Totally. And then I buy some more kettlebells. It's
0: got to go to toilet. has got to go to toilet paper. Totally. At toilet least, paper yeah. fun. <laughs> um, actually, that was the one thing I noticed about this gym is that a lot of times when you go to gyms, especially ones that are out of warehouses, the bathrooms are kind of sub-human yes. level. Yes.
1: That was a big thing for us, <laughs> was having nice and clean bathrooms. Yeah, it's... So uh, it was the first thing to be, get painted when we got in here.
0: If there's yeah. one reason <laughs> to come to is sure, it's the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, to the real uh, point of this interview, so you recently went to and returned from the World Kettlebell Lifting Championship in California, in California. through uh, uh, Kettle Academy, mm-hmm. WAKSC. Yes. Okay, so tell us about your journey there. What were your first impressions arriving at the location?
1: Um, super welcoming and positive space. Um, it's huge space. I'm not sure if you've ever been to Innovative Results. It, it looks huge. Yeah, it's a great, it's a big space. There was enough for 10 platforms. So 10 lifters at once, which I've never been in a competition that's had that many lifters up at, at the same time. So it was a pretty exciting event. Um, a few world records set. There was nine women lifting uh, the double 24s and the two-arm long cycle. So that was a really exciting flight to watch. Um, Yeah, it was great, a great atmosphere. Everybody was cheering each other on and it was packed. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And the thing you're leaving out was the accolades that you received at the competition, (laughs) um, which were uh, nothing short of impressive. Why don't you tell us what uh, you achieved there?
1: Okay, so uh, this was my first time competing in a triathlon, so I did uh, two-arm jerk with the 16s on the Friday, and then snatch on the Saturday, and then uh, two-arm long cycle with the 16s on the Sunday, and then they took they tallied up all your results from that, and there was an overall lifter within that amateur event. They did the same thing with the 24s for women as well, and then they had two, uh, an amateur and a pro for men. And um, the point
0: system was about 0.5 for snatch, one for jerk and then 1.5 for long cycle. Ah,
1: uh, I can't. You know what? I kind of think that snatch went as one. Or as yeah, I think it might really? have been. I think it might have been a total. Um, I can't remember. They didn't really explain it or announce <laughs> anything more it was, than it was a little
0: impromptu. It well, was kind of announced pretty late into. They um, might have, and
1: I might have missed it. Okay. But um, from what I read, I believe they, it's,
0: it's a 0.5 difference between is all it? three okay. lifts because. Okay.
1: Because it the snatch jerk is. is
0: one movement, yeah. long cycle is two movements, so that's yeah. got to be at least yeah. half a point above, and then could
1: have been. They realized. only just announced what the overall winner was, right? Um, but because I was kind of rooting for it, um, uh, Adam went up and asked who was second place, what the totals were, and so I came in second, so that was pretty exciting. Um, second in jerk and second in long cycle, and then first in snatch, and then yeah. my overall total was. How do you feel about
0: First and Snatch because I know that you maybe beat yourself up over your Snatch and you kind of go back and forth between techniques and you're never really that sure about.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm leaving with a first place in Snatch, I did not feel satisfied (laughs) um, because I I always go for a rep number. Um, And honestly, I've just probably, I would say six to eight months have just not really been seriously training Snatch. I'm training it here and there, but um, I've been focusing on the two-arm long cycle since about uh, November-ish. No, no, before that, September was my first competition, so um, it's kind of been in the background. So although I won, I got first place, I wasn't happy with my rep count. Um, so it's there's always there's always gains to the be made, right? Like, yeah. So um, I was satisfied with both the jerk and the long cycle because it's those are still both fairly new lifts for me. Um, And I've been training them hard and it showed Um, and then the result of my snatch kind of shows the lack of uh, training in that part in that part yeah Yeah.
0: they're they're really different movements different mechanics and it's hard to excel at both at one time yeah I think you really have to actually uh, Rachel posed this question to me quite some time ago where she was we were uh, checking out some of the um, flights for I think the West Coast kettlebell competition, maybe the first time that we went there, and and we were kind of surprised, or she was kind of surprised that some of the Ice Chamber girls were lifting a little bit light that competition or other competitions, maybe in Victoria. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like, you know, they lift like 24 kgs. Why are they, you know, why is Sarah or whomever lifting the 16 or the 20 and I think a lot of that boils down to it's like well periodization right you Mm -hmm. can't just lift your max competition weight all the time every
1: time totally yeah Yeah. then expect a PR all the time yeah Yeah. and
0: of course you're doing all the different events yeah so um but since you came back with first Mm -hmm. in the in the snatch does that light a little bit of a fire under your butt or do you want to pursue snatch a little bit
1: yes so so, (laughs) because even though like not even with the metal I kind of just walked away disappointed in myself um, so it's just yeah. m- highlighting the fact that I need to work on it more um, and to do that I need to kind of start pushing myself harder and lifting some heavier weight because I've been lifting the 16 for a long time, so uh, so today I lifted the 18, and then on in April at OKC I'm going to do the 20, and again with that thought in mind of you know I'm not going to PR every time on the platform, but it's just like that stepping stone. So um, competing with the 20, not expecting an excellent results result, but knowing it's like the step, the next step that I need to take to um, get better. <laughs>
0: no. uh, it was in my brain, and then I was yeah. thinking about the microphone. I'm like, "Hold oh, on, I'm not picking up this wind." No. <laughs> I Have a dead rabbit that I can f- put on this thing. I just grab it. Okay, now I remember. All right. Okay. So, why should? Wh- what makes you? Do you think a good kettlebell coach?
1: What makes me? You know, and all these good things that we
0: talked about. Kettlebell coach. All, all that. Okay, I'll, I'll put it to you in the, from this context. Yeah. Someone who's naturally gifted. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be a good teacher. Mm-hmm. Because they never um, had to experience struggle mm-hmm. in order to achieve that greatness, right? Mm-hmm. So there's very limited technical points that you can get from someone who's just naturally gifted that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing they really had to fix, they had it from the start.
1: Mm-hmm. So. You're saying I sucked at the beginning and that? Well, I didn't <laughs> no, want to put it in quite those
0: words. No,
1: but no, honestly, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, and I have struggled quite a bit and I've changed my technique quite a bit. Um, I'm strong and I came to kettlebells with that background of being strong. Um, so it kind of carried me into heavier weights that maybe my technique wasn't quite ready for at that point. Um, so, And that's why I've had to kind of stick with... 16 kilogram for so long is that my technique wasn't there to move up in weight. Um, so uh, as a coach, <clears throat> just helping to help others see that there is a, a process and and trusting that they aren't P- going to be pring all the time and sticking with the lighter weights and really drilling technique. And when they're ready, they can move up to those heavier bells, and that technique's going to be there it's not going to fall apart when they just move up two or four kilograms um so yeah and just the experience of you know not giving up and not you know you have a bad set or you know you don't you don't feel where you you don't feel like you're where you think you should be um i think that's a big a big thing for a lot of people Um, and just letting that go and just knowing that you you know you're on your own journey and um Not to rush it. It takes a lot of time. Being patient. Why should people come here here to learn kettlebells? Because kettlebells are awesome. Um, Because it's a super welcoming and inclusive atmosphere. And um, it's fun. It's fun. We know what we're doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.